Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. For more information, please go to greenlitpodcasts.com and... Thanks for listening. <laughs> I gotta get a better chair. I'm sitting on a piano bench, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Zero back support. I'm sitting on a clay sculpture of a fork. Why am I? <laughs> at first it was okay i'm sitting on one of the sculptures from beetlejuice why am i doing oh this? jesus <laughs> i love those sculptures stop morning dadcast Now, this begs the question, did you lose your flute on a bus or subway? No, but I wanted to empathize. I know. You wanted to kick off because we have big flute news, but also... Oh, God, mercy. Breaking flute news. You know what? I'm going to disrupt you. No. Yep, we have breaking news, folks. (laughs) Breaking news is that our Back to the Future 2 Season 2 premiere episode... Went live last week. We've had a tremendous amount of good response to it. Uh, It has climbed the charts faster than any other episode that we have released. So I want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to it. And to those of you who haven't, I hope you lose your flute. (laughs) Oh, that's a terrible thing to say to someone. Isn't it though? Terrible. Uh, we, so yeah, back to the future two is behind us. That was our season two premiere. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gabe did a great job. He did some great assignments. Also gray did some, uh, some work on what makes a good sequel. That's right. Uh, you guys should check that out. Um, we're going to continue to roll out, uh, every few weeks, a show with the kids on a special topic, uh, while we continue to crank out the dad cast and juggle, you know, 19 or 20 other chainsaws and, uh, continue to piss off our wives. They can't be dangerous. No, it's it's for it's our fine. physical or mental sanity. No, it's it's totally fine. Yeah. So well, uh, the real breaking news is. Wait a minute. Do I have to do the real breaking news down now? Good lord of mercy! Just do it. You know you're going to. I'm going to interrupt you though with the xylophone. That's just as catchy as the NBC xylophone yeah and it's definitely it's definitely 14 seconds longer than nbc's <laughs> so you know i have so many mixed emotions about this because we just got good news well anyway after a luggage mishap 23 year old donald rabin was on the hunt to find his $22,000 flute they left on a chicago train mm-hmm. no i get this i can feel this I understand Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. The doors of the train had just shut behind him when he realized he left his extremely valuable instrument between the seat and wall of the subway. Right. Quote, I tried to run up the stairs to make my lift. And as soon as I got up the stairs, I realized, oh my God. Oh my God, my instrument is gone. End quote. Rabin Mm -hmm. told CNN. Yeah, yeah. But according to the Chicago Tribune... 
This is the real breaking news. There was a comment on Facebook about the flute showing up in a pawn shop that a homeless man had found it, used it as collateral for a $550 loan. Police picked up the flute and contacted Rabin, who flew back to Chicago this week, retrieved it, and treated officers to a brief concert. Mm -hmm. I think, one, uh, Mr. Rabin, nobody wants a, a, uh, a celebratory or complimentary flute one-on-one no, concert no. i know like, so, i don't uh, every so week listen, we do this uh, we uh we found your flute oh that's amazing would you like to hear concerto and b now nah, i want to go get a hat bag <laughs> right yeah, let me leave you, you could have just <laughs> he <laughs> literally held them hostage leave. they should have arrested him for holding the police officers hostage yeah really and uh i love the i love the thought that there's just like um like homeless dudes flipping flutes for like what for a five percent of the price that's like 0.5 percent of the price (laughs) i know right i mean that that guy i mean he he had a he had a win that day because he didn't have to give the money back he still made out this is the person who really wins in this scenario is homeless guy number one homeless guy number one right now i think i think he used the 550 to buy a recorder is that right no it was a slide whistle one of these bad boys (laughs) Um, now I'm actually going to be upgrading. <laughs> yeah, it is, that's a fact. There was a quote from uh, Mr. Rabin who talked about how he felt like he had lost an appendage of his body. And I yeah. get that. I, I can understand that. Yeah. I, love I really that, felt um, for him. Yeah. I love I love bringing um, our listeners the hard hitting flute news flute news editorials yeah because mm-hmm. who else what, what are you gonna do listen to the flute cast no um right? actually coming later this year to the greenlit podcast network todd hunt's flute cast give a flute <laughs> <laughs> give a flute with todd hunt yep yeah hopefully that never gets made uh, and if it does i'll do everything in my power to stop it have you ever left anything on a plane train or automobile I did actually. Other than your TiVo box, that was also your resume. <laughs> Funny enough, <laughs> I, it was it, when I was when I was kind of heavy, heavy into going to auditions and shoots and all that stuff in New York City. I once left a garment bag on a train, and I checked mm-hmm. the lost and found at Penn Station every day for months, hoping that mm-hmm. it would come up. It and was just huge. a really well dressed. Homeless yes. man kept telling you that <laughs> yeah. it had not turned up yet. <laughs> it was like every time I went to the Lost and Found, I would swear that he was wearing another one of my shirts, the guy behind the <laughs> counter. It's like, nah, we didn't find anything that uh, resembles that bag at all. <laughs> Where'd you get that shirt? <laughs> we still haven't seen. You look in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could have sworn I have a picture of me wearing that exact same shirt in London. Um, so yeah, so that was a bummer. Cufflinks say TH on them. Yeah. Uh, my monogram. You have this. What, what's your name? It's Frank. Oh, okay. That's not a All T. Right. It's an F. Leave. Oh, Leave. Okay. Leave right now before okay. I play the flute for you. <laughs> Ooh, that would have been nice. So what, what's uh, what's up, man? How you been? We took a week off of the dad cast, so we didn't get our we didn't get our bitching in. It is Monday, February 8th. January felt like it took two years to finish. Really? It felt long for you? It felt it felt like doesn't, it flew by. Doesn't, doesn't Christmas feel like 50 years ago? It, it feels like a long time ago. Right? And I it, just w- feel like if, January just kept going and going and going. When did you get rid of your tree? Because mine's still sitting on... I've moved Christmas it out Day. of the... 
Christmas that you just <laughs> like a true you, sociopath. Just kill. <laughs> right. <laughs> just stick stick the stick the wrapping paper that's on the floor into the tree and I'll just right. get rid of it all at once. And roll it down the driveway. That's just the stairs to the driveway. That's right. They're not gonna who are they gonna match it up to? They're not gonna match it up to you. Yeah, I just put it in the middle of the street so no one can actually ascertain which house it came from. Yeah, totally. And then hopefully a car clips it or it catches a breeze and it's on its way. It's not my problem. As long as it's not, it's not my car, problem. it's not my problem. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I got a, it was probably like the, probably like a week afterwards just because I had, I saw some time that I had off and I said, I better make the most of this or else it's going to go into February. Sure. Sure. You? Still, it's sitting on my freaking deck. I got it. I got it out of the oh, house. Jesus But Christ. then I put it on the deck. Why did like, you, sh- you put it. it on the wrong side of the house? If you would have put it in the front of the house, they, <laughs> someone would have just taken it. No one's going to come to the back of your house and look in your pond for a tree. You should, but they will be rewarded <laughs> with an old Christmas tree. I got a, I got a koi fish and a tree. What are you doing here? Huh? What are you uh, looking for a tree? Looking for you. flutes. I'm looking, I'm looking for lost flutes. You got any 22K <laughs> flutes? 22K um, flute. What is a twenty? You know what? Listen. What is a twenty-three-year-old doing with a twenty-two thousand-dollar flute? He better be an absolute prodigy. Yeah. Well, he's also an absolute imbecile. For yeah. I've never left anything worth. I might maybe a quarter fell out of my pocket on the train once, and I lost it. I yeah, have but never, remember, I, I found it and I gave it back to you. <laughs> oh yeah, right. It all it comes back to me. It's, right. it's the, the universe evens me out always. Yep. It's. Never happened to me. I've really? never left a coat or a bag or a laptop. I've never have to put out a public plea. I've never given cops a private flute show. It's, oh, I it's have. Well, I would expect that as much. But this is <laughs> absolutely ridiculous yeah, that he would be like, you know, it's not, it's not like, oh, like, I oh, that book. Oh, the book I was reading I left. on. It's like, sure. oh, my livelihood, this 23 grand flute, this, mm-hmm. this, this. Down payment on a small home in 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 yeah, middle America. You buy a car for that price. Sure, you could. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm interested in? Flutes. Yes. Other than that, karate, fake karate. Other than that, <laughs> fake flutes and fake karate. Yes. Stage combat. Yeah. Stage like. combat. Slide whistling. I actually, took a karate. bunch of stage combat classes, and let me tell you, that was a blast. Yeah. Safe fighting. Who doesn't like that? Who I mean, I guess it's like just that. I guess it's just dancing at that point, isn't it? It's just yeah, choreography. It's, yeah. Yep. I'm interested in Trump's Diet Coke button. That they pulled out of the White House, right? Yeah. Biden had it, he had it Biden removed. Said, get, get it out of here. You yeah. How dirty that button is. Yeah. The thing I like the most about it is that it, it, it didn't just... It, it didn't just give him access to a Diet Coke. It gave him access to a butler with a silver tray that, you know, like tea was served on. Right. To, to like right. the Kennedy family with a Diet Coke. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it, it got me to think. Bobby and Jack discussed like the Cuban Missile Crisis over tea right. over this platter. And this mm-hmm. f- idiot's having a, a share a Diet, Diet Coke, Coke with Susan. things on the can. Yeah. Do you see this? Jesus hey, Christ. You, you guys see this? It's cute, huh? Susan. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I got me thinking, though, yeah. if one of us, well, if one of us were to become president, obviously it would be a twofer. It would be both of us. We would run on the same ticket as a dual presidency. Right. Well, we, we'd have stiff competition from that vet that's running. Oh, yeah. Right. From and Gabe's I, uh, vision I, of the I future. 
Right, another throwback to the Back to the Future app. If you guys missed it, Gabe thinks in 30 years from now, we might have a vet president because dogs can vote. Check yep. that out and listen to his uh, his reasoning. <laughs> listen yeah. to his reasoning on that. Yeah, it was one of those things that was like, oh, that's absurd. And it was like, oh, all right, actually, you know, stranger things have happened. <laughs> how, how absurd. <laughs> how absurd. How actually absurd. I, it, so it got me thinking, if we were president, well, if you were president, we can split it up. What would your button do? I think it would be like the cane at the Apollo where the guy comes out and yanks who's ever <laughs> like on the, the hole, the hole in the floor, like a Dr. Evil type shoot. Yeah. Or like, or like Mr. Burns. It would, yeah, it would mm-hmm. be like a, like I'd, I'd, I'd hit the button and it would like, let someone know to like fake a phone call or to get me right. out of this yeah. or whatever it is. That's really good. So it you wouldn't know. be a beverage. No, I don't think I can get my own beverages. I don't need people yeah. waiting on me. But sometimes you need help getting out of a tricky situation. You yeah. know, people asking you for money for their foundation or contributions or sure. to do something. You know, you know then if, you smash that was, button and the phone rings and, you know, you know it's, uh, it's I, I got to yeah. go. It's, I, know, I think that yeah, it, could be used, it could be used for <laughs> much. It could be used for much more. And I think he should have just put a vending machine in the Oval Office. It would have been so much easier. Like Tom Hanks and Big, you're just throwing a balled up sock at it. <laughs> had his diet right. whatever he wanted. You want a soda? It's free. Yeah. You don't have it's, to pay for it. It's the best soda. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> Ice cold, right. Susan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> share it with Susan. I, I. It's funny. I thought the same thing. What I thought, because I like fake karate so much, is I thought what I would do is my button would have a fake maniac enter the Oval Office. Oh, yeah, that he wouldn't would, get shot immediately by well, Secret no, Service. Well, that's Go the on. thing is it would seem like he broke through the barrier and I would have to hand-to-hand combat destroy him. It triggers a fake fight. Your yeah. button triggers a fake yeah. fight. So, so this is what happened. You have like heads of state in the Oval Office and they're like, oh my God, oh my God. And you just completely destroy this person. Ha! ha! Yeah. And, ha! You go, and then yeah. you, have, you, just, uh, you just always have the upper hand. Remember yeah. that time I saved your ass in the Oval Office? <laughs> right. Remember when that maniac came in there and yeah. I did my hey, stage true, hey, hey, Trudeau, remember when you hid behind, hid behind the vending machine and I had to save your ass? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I would, trigger a, I would trigger a fake fight to make it look like I was um, well-trained. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah. That's oh. incredible. I have I have big news that I haven't actually shared with you yet. Okay, go on. I finally got a Sega CD. You did. I played Wild Woody. Oh my god. The way it was meant to be played. Oh my god. On my TV with Grayson last night and it is the worst game. <laughs> it it controls so poorly and it has the worst music i think i've ever heard in a game this is what we're going to do i'm going to provide you with a link to the stage one music that you can pull up for next week's show Mm -hmm. so that you can play for the audience just how bad the music is does it make me like the game any less no will i talk about the game any less no Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So what yeah. did Gray think? What did Gray, does even Gray recognize that it's trash or what? Yeah, Gray likes it. You know, he's still at that stage where we kind of were when we, remember when we were young and we just thought we were bad at games. We didn't ever consider the terms like developed poorly or like controls bad, bad. design. Yeah, right, yeah like yeah. that was just in something. It was just like I I am not good at video games. Yeah, I'm not good exactly. at Legacy at the Wizard. So obviously, I'm not a good video game player. 
I can't figure <laughs> right. out Mylon secret castle, so I stink. I need Nintendo power. Right. Meanwhile, Friday you know, 13th. we find out. I've been running right. to the right. I'm going left. Right. I don't understand what this, what is this, counterclockwise? <laughs> right. What's she doing? I've been running around yeah. the lake. Now I'm in a yeah. cave. I don't even know every, where I'm going. Every, every, everyone's dead. I'm, all I have is a Zippo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I, he, I think he's very much still at that stage where he's like, oh, I, I can't do it. And I'm like, Gray, you need to give yourself a break. It has nothing to do with you. This game is just designed poorly. So now he says things like that. He goes, I don't think this is very good game design. I think that's just a distraction. Like he says, like mm-hmm. all these like things like, you know, that we'd say, um, right. but it's been really fun. I got a few other games to add to the Sega CD collection. Been playing a lot of pop full mail, which is a really cool little actual action adventure role playing game um, from Falcom that I love the music of. And I feel like I should, we should probably do a comparison of <laughs> wild Woody versus CD quality popful male music. Okay, let's do it. So, yeah. so you have a Sega CD and you have like a CD that's like what full of ROMs. What's up there? Yeah. So I actually found a really good deal on a really really high quality refurbished uh sega cd for a really good Mm -hmm. price um it looks mint condition and it plays really well um but it also came with a bunch of burned sega cd games which is cool because you know as much as i'm a collector and you know the historian of the crew i really do like playing games like i would never buy a game just to kind of have you see some flashing lights outside your house right now i called the cops on you oh no yeah is that a thing still i mean the games you know there's no possible illegal, way to actually uh, buy them. Illegal, <laughs> illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I actually said to my wife, I was like, look at all these games that I got and they're burned, but I don't feel bad about it because you can't like buy them anymore. So it's not a problem. And she kind of right. looks at me like, I don't care. I just don't <laughs> care. <laughs> like, right. Right, cool. Yeah. So I got a lot of games that are very, very valuable. Like I got the definitive edition of Earthworm Jim, which is the What's definitely- definitive about it. It has the best soundtrack, CD quality soundtrack. There's extra levels in it. Um, it looks the best. It plays the best. And it is $650 if I wanted to purchase an actual copy of it rather than a burnt disc. God, I would buy that and I would play it for 30 seconds and it would yeah. sit on my shelf. That's about right. Yeah, I got Mickey Mania. I got Snatcher, which is something I'm completely, I've been completely enveloped in since I got the Sega CD. That's what I've been spending yeah. the most so time Yeah, so pause right here. Because we're thinking about doing a Snatcher show yes. with the with the boys. So if yeah. you guys are interested in that, hit us up at Super Nintendads on Instagram or Super Nintendads at gmail.com. Uh, because Todd and I are going back and forth about this because I know very little about the game and he loves it because of Kojima. Yep. And I'm kind of into it. But if we hear that a few more people are into it, maybe we'll we'll dive into the depths and we'll bring Gabe along and we'll bring gray along and we'll see what we get. Yeah. We might blow it out a little bit to talk about graphic adventure games. This kind of being one of the definitive ones. It's such a huge world that he created. And Mm -hmm. um, the cool thing about Sega city is I was curious as to how it saves and there's, there's Ram in there that saves directly to the Sega CD, which I didn't realize. Yeah. Cause I was like, how do I save this game? How did they solve that? But the PlayStation, one and two. I didn't know. Solve that, solve That's that. why I was so blown away about it. I was like, I don't need a memory card because there was a few. I put in a burned disc, and there were save files, and I was like, where the hell is this save file com- coming from? Because I'm not using a Genesis. I'm using an analog SG. Mm-hmm. So it was really odd. And then I obviously had to look it up, and I was like, oh, that's amazing. So I guess I'm going to have to turn it on one day without a disc in, and I assume there'll be like a memory section. Yeah, 
Maybe. that I could toggle through. I, I'm, I have to look into it, but I've been, I didn't own a Sega CD. I had a friend that was about five houses down from me that owned one. Didn't have mm-hmm. a ton of games for it. It was all the FMVs because that's, you know, why you bought a Sega CD back then. Um, <laughs> Look at these graphics. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, and they're so, oh my Look God. Look how yeah. good Dana Plato looks. <laughs> the <laughs> Terminator opening scene that's supposed to be like one of the big reasons to buy a CD, uh, Sega CD because it has like this full motion video is terrible. Yeah. It's ter- It's literally, you can barely make out what's happening on the like four by three box the that it's future in. Mm. <laughs> yeah right exactly. but it's it's been cool to kind of go through all these games that i didn't even know about back at the time because you know they either came out in other regions or you know they just weren't popular enough to become a thing but i've really been playing a lot of sega C- the sonic cd2 and it might be the best sonic game ever made because it's more exploratory than kind of get from left to right as fast as possible so i may want to do a sonic cd episode one day too yeah, Steve, I might want to you know the audience uh, decide <laughs> i'll do it on my own <laughs> say hello mike 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 <laughs> mike grabe grabe play mike <laughs> all right we're switching roles here kid mm. do it on the fly what have you um, been playing obviously i've been in completely enveloped in you know the early 90s as usual yeah i don't know i've been in one of these weird places where i am downloading a bunch of things and not playing them that's not weird at all. That's it. That's completely your mo. Okay, so then I've been doing exactly what I always do, and for some reason, and for some, <laughs> for some reason, I circled right back around to Dead Cells because they had new DLC. Mm. Yeah, and there's a bunch of stuff. There's out something. For yeah, there's something about that game. Still, this many years later, I remember playing that in early access on Steam before mm-hmm. it was even on and anywhere yep. before it was yeah, on. Yeah, you told me about it way know. before I downloaded yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's just something about the rhythm of it that's yeah, like listening to an old song. It's just you listen, you're like you fall right into it, and the music picks up, mm-hmm. and everything's hitting right, and you're dodging right, and you got your loadout right, and it has a great sense of humor. And I don't know that that has been as much as I like those kinds of games, like Splunky, um, Rogue Legacy, uh, any of those. As much as I like them, this one's my favorite because. Yeah. I don't know. It's the king for me of the one more run. Like I get to the beginning. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, totally. I'll run it again. I'm like, let yeah. me see what my starting weapon is. If it's any yeah. good, I'll do another one. Right. All right. You, I kind of like this one. And yeah. then I'm like, ah, right. all right, I'll go. You, you yeah. know what they got right? I think before a lot of other roguelites did is that you can progress a little bit each time. You don't start from scratch every time. Yeah. I think the best. And that was kind of the that. big change. Yeah. That was kind of yeah. the big change when it was like, like, okay, this isn't a waste yeah. of time. I don't yeah. like to have everything wiped out. Like even if I'm throwing 10 cells into unlocking something, right. yeah, at least I, you feel like totally you did bombed something. out. Yeah. Right. But there is like, a okay. magic about having that run where you're like, good Lord, I have 2000 health points. How did that even, ha-? you know, like you're just completely like topping everything out. You're like hitting everything right. But then I get to the concierge and he destroys me. Oh, he's like nothing of nothing. So you got to get, you got to get your loadout right. I, I, yeah. I pretty frequently get to the end these days. Nice. I don't think I've beaten it. Actually, you have. I haven't. think I've gotten to the last. You definitely haven't. No, <laughs> I don't think I have. You ever beat? Yeah, uh, I don't beat games, but I, I don't know. Something about this is I just kind of like zone out and I just like the flow of it. And, and that's what gaming should be. Gaming should be fun. Got, say it all the time. If you fun. enjoy playing it, there gaming, should be no goal. Gaming, yoga, fake karate, mm-hmm. uh, love, yard cleaning, townie punks, um, raking leaves. Mm-hmm. What else? Should, love should be fun. Mm-hmm. Relationships should be fun. Yep. 
Valentine's Day is coming up. You got anything going? What do you got going? Anything? No, I was planning on playing Cyber Shadow on Valentine's Day, but it beat it already. So now I have no plans. <laughs> so yeah, I, I wanted to talk about Cyber Shadow quickly. The only love because of your it just, life. Yeah, right. it, it just recently came out and I absolutely loved every minute of it. It, it um, uh, 8-bit uh, inspired, very Ninja Gaiden, um, but also actually feels a lot like Castlevania and Mega Man. It, it takes a bit of all of the best 8-bit games and adds it together. It's brutally hard, but there's so many save points that as long as you are into trying a run you know, 20 to 30 times, you'll eventually get it. It took me like two or three days to beat, but I was playing it pretty aggressively. Um, You loved every minute of it. And I I liked about 12 minutes of it. (laughs) Do you remember the text, the text I sent you (laughs) um, when I thought I beat it? Yeah. Cause like there's a final boss that has three, three forms. Right. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought there was two because after the second form, I was assured that was the last one because it was pretty hard. Um, and after the second one, there's like a huge explosion and there's like a good 15 seconds before the third form comes. And I'm like, I literally like looked at my phone, texted you. Oh, I finally beat it. I can't believe it's over. Thank God that was brutal. And I look up at the screen and I'm dying because something's attacking me. I'm like, oh my God, Mike, there's a third form. Yeah, I'm not a fan of multi form. But it's very, very, very in groove of the um, 8 bit NES games. Yeah, Lots of forms. you liked you liked this game a lot. Me, not so much. Probably yeah. just because I died too many times and was yeah. like, "Screw it." You know. Right. What but I'm the saying? other thing I really like is it was really. I made do by like how it, dude. I like how it controls. I think it's a. It's. It, I think it's a cool game. I think yeah. you should check it out if you're into eight bit classics like yeah. Ninja Gaiden and things like that. I, I don't. I died a few, a few too many times, and as we've discussed, I don't have that much time. Right, I gotta like what hit, you said. I, I gotta hit. Said I gotta hit the buffet quick. I gotta yeah, you said it quick. wasn't the right game for you right now. And I right, think that it, it was very, a really good point because sometimes, like for me, I kind of wanted to get engrossed in like an 8-bit kind of just, I know what I need to do adventure. Uh, I didn't want like a no, like I, I'm still playing Ghost of Tsushima. I'm still playing Immortals. Um, and I just didn't want that like big open world, like journey and tasks and side quests. I just wanted something straightforward. So for me, it was kind of like the right pause that I needed in between all of these big open world adventures. Right. I need some coffee. Oh, is that it? Yeah. You want to just so I just, just slugged just that quit? cup. Yeah. I mean, what did we what is that about 20 minutes? I don't know what we're doing here. Oh, all right. Let's call it a show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Listen, we did all the all the flute news that's fit to flout. We did it. Yep. And now wow. we can move on. And like that. that's it. Yeah. yeah. You can put that right at the top of your f- flute newsletter mm. and your podcast. Yeah. Give a flute with your fir- with your first g- give give a flute. Your first uh, guest can be uh, Donald Rabin. Oh, I could probably definitely get him on the show, right? He could probably he could probably give us a little bit of a taste of what the the sound he can get out of that twenty two thousand dollars flute is. He could probably give us a little sample of it. I bet you it sounds just like your slide whistling. Well, thank you. I, I, that was more of an insult to you both, but damn it. <laughs> this is Rod Serling, submitted for your approval because it certainly doesn't have mine. The Morning Dead cast. News, right? I don't know. We talked some flute news, but that's not real news. That's just you 
forcing me to ingest flute news. So what's mm-hmm. what's what's happening? It's been a couple of weeks. Anything you want to cover? Anything you want to whinge about? Are you whinging over there? What are you doing? Well, I kind of, I do kind of want to start with our Wandavision weekly wrap up. Mm. You want to start with before we get into the fact that we've lost Screech. You know what? You're probably right. That's a really shitty thing to do to Screech. I know. It's really a shame. Poor, poor Dustin Diamond. Dustin, I got to tell you, Love Saved by the Bell was really hoping that when I heard it was renewed, the new one was renewed for a season two, that they'd have him pop in for a cameo. This is a real bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, it's about he didn't have a second coming. Right. You know, usually, Mm -hmm. usually. uh, Yeah, nobody offered him the Philadelphia script. Turn things around from bosom buddies like Tom Hanks got. (laughs) Right, exactly. Right. It's like, you know who would be great at this role about, you know, kind of the AIDS pandemic? The guy from Bosom Buddies. What else did you want to talk about? You want to talk about, we got a bunch of things we could get into. We could skip a bunch of stuff. We got a Wakanda show happening. We got a Sonic cartoon happening. We got Destruction All-Stars came out for PlayStation Plus. Did it come out? Yeah, it came out. uh, It's the the first Tuesday of the month, so it came out last week. Right, 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 Um, right, right. I played a little bit of it, and it Thought is... Thought for some reason it was down the pike. It is fine. Yeah, okay. It's Does not, the destruction look good? That's what they seem to be the most excited about, is how good yeah, they can make Yeah, all that look. stuff. It looks very nice, and I mm. feel like there's a game in here somewhere that people will love, so I'm really excited to see what they do with it. But right yeah. now, it's just Sometimes a little too... Like, I kept... I don't know, not knowing if I was doing well or not sure. during the match. It was one of those weird... I was like... And then at the end, they show the scores, and... Gabe and I had a joke. We were like, all right, because we kept coming in last. Thinking Sounds we like were a doing good, good game to play with Gabe. Yeah. So yeah. we thought we were doing good and we kept coming in last. And we we're like, all right, here's the goal. Yeah. Don't come in last. Whatever. Right. It, if it's second that's to last, it. it's a win. Yeah. And like, it. let's just try to figure out how to get points in this game. Right. Um, so. I, you know what? Sometimes a game needs an audience. Well, I mean, obviously it always does. Sometimes it stands alone. Without that, but you look at like Rocket League and uh, Fall Guys, and you know if it didn't get kind both, of picked- interesting, you pulled both of those. Those are oh, you're, you're saying that because of PlayStation Plus. Those were both yeah. PlayStation Plus launches. Actually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, you give the opportunity for an audience to kind of do their thing with the game and kind of come up with all these weird ways to play it or you know aggressive ways to you know make it part of the community, and then it kind of finds its life. Right? They're not necessarily great games. But for some reason, you know, they click with an audience and then the audience makes it a great game. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I'm thinking that this like the mechanics are all very well done. It's like smooth. It looks good. Like it plays good, but it's just a little shallow at at the moment. And I'm kind of like, am I doing good? Am I not? I'm like, is that guy on my team? Is he not? Am I playing not on a team. Like, I don't even know what's going on. And I played the tutorial. Um, I think what they have here is the start of something that's pretty good. I would hope, you, you know, I see it's getting like sixes and sevens out there. I think that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how deep the customization goes. I haven't spent that much time with it, but it is a cool thing. And I'll definitely keep checking in on it. Nice. Well, I took your advice and I downloaded the opposite of that. Uh, balance a lot or Balancelot. Oh my god, you downloaded that game? I did, just because I did take a look at it and looked really silly. Uh, Gray and I have had a good few laughs trying to get past the tutorial stage, which we have not done yet. 
Oh my God. Is it's it really I, hard to control? Is it worth it? Cause uh, Charlie was just laughing at the trailer yeah. because yeah. the guy it's, takes it's, a couple headers. Yeah. Maybe uh, it's five, it's five bucks. You know, I mean, you can, you can, you can be charged more for a sandwich these days, so it's worth it. Um, but <laughs> right. I think you probably definitely do need to put in some time to get the controls. It's very hard to control. And then they make you start jumping and attacking as well as staying balanced. And once that happened, I mean, Gray and I just, we had no chance of doing anything but giggling ourselves silly. Yeah. So we, I heard this week that we were really, really close to getting a Star Fox and a Zelda Netflix show. Like it was actually going to happen. The rumors were true. Yeah. So what happened to Zelda thing? Like someone, because someone heard about it, they were like, no one can have. Yeah, it's not even. Yeah, exactly. This is why we can't have anything nice. People didn't even leak the script. They just leaked that it was something that was happening. And Nintendo was like, you know what? No, we're not doing it now. And guess what? The Star Fox one we were going to do that was going to be like stop motion. We're not doing that either now. Maybe next year. We'll see how you guys (laughs) act. (laughs) <laughs> right it's like a kindergarten so, teacher right it's like you know they had like a pete the cat doll in the classroom and somebody like tied his shoelaces together and she's like you know what now we're not playing with pete the cat and i don't know when we're ever going to again he's going in the high cabinet the one that you can't touch even if you stand on the table yeah pete the cat is going up there with olivia from the olivia books That's and right. the arthur doll that you yep. guys desecrated <laughs> exactly you drew a mustache on <laughs> and the caillou doll that you drew hair on and then the Caillou doll that you gave a fucking <laughs> yeah. wig. Right. And the John Dillerman doll that you uh, locked the doors together with. Oh, my God. The, D- <laughs> the Dillerman's doll. Yep. That's essentially a Stretch Armstrong, but only in the right? That's right. Only down, yeah. Only downstairs. Only down below. Yeah. So it's a big bummer because, you know, we have seen some pretty cool stuff. Um come to Netflix that really do justice to the video game franchise. And I'm really mostly thinking about the Castlevania anime series, which has done so well, especially when they really, when they focus heavily on uh, Castlevania three Dracula's curse for the NES. Yeah. Um, You can really see all the roots there and you get to see some of the characters in a different way. And it's really, really well done. So to put a Zelda franchise or even a Star Fox franchise, which always to me seemed like the perfect formula Star Fox always seemed like a great idea for a kid's show. You I think these, Star Fox more than Zelda. I agree. Actually. I totally agree. I totally agree. Especially with this idea that they wanted to do very, you know, kind of stop motion and stylized. Yeah, because Link doesn't even talk. So he's not a good candidate. For I th- this. And yeah, anytime they've had Link talk, we have two instances. We have the Adventures oh of God. Link uh, and the Legend of Zelda cartoon series with Captain N. Mm-hmm. And we had the the CDI Wand of Gamelon Faces of Evil the games which he was a complete dolt in both of those yeah, so link has like, always been princess yeah. yep <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. excuse me princess oh yeah i just wanted to yeah. throw him off a bridge it was steve from full house wasn't it tie him to a boulder and drown mm. him no that was, wasn't steve aladdin i think he was both wow that's like a high low on the resume yeah it's a high low that's a it's a high low for sure. That's <laughs> it's a wall of shame, wall of fame situation there. Yeah, he's kind of thinking like, do I keep this CDI thing on my resume? And they're like, Steve, you were Aladdin, and he's like, I guess that's true. Yeah, I think I should put put one of them on. No, he didn't do the CDI. <laughs> he did the Captain <laughs> N ones. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, one again, and then what? A, what was that? What was that? Wand of Gamelon. Gamelon. <laughs> Can we just put that one on there? Or really did there was this one scene that where I was totally Link. Felt yeah. it. Felt it. 
Um, so yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer. I don't think I need a Zelda show, honestly. Uh, but the Star Fox one, I think could have been fun. Anthropom- anthropomorphic space characters just seems like such a hit if you do yeah. it right. Well, like I'm watching my, my youngest Perry. He is obsessed with Paddington, the new one that's out. Is there room in our hearts for both Paddington and Corduroy? No, I don't. I have no, I have no interest in seeing anything from Corduroy ever again. You don't like Corduroy. You don't like Corduroy. It makes a weird sound when you walk. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, sure. I also wanted to bring something else up to you. Yeah, I know. You just, this show is just you saying you want to bring things up. It's essentially, instead of taking your wife's advice and going to therapy, yep. you are talking to me once a week. I kind of stopped texting you because I just feel like I'll catch up with you once a week. <laughs> so I just write everything down. Um, I sent you a picture of my reminders from the ride home the other night, and it was literally mm-hmm. the rantings and ravings of a madman. Yeah, it was. Um, but I, I recently read that uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which is just, you know, having an absolutely incredible run with the, you know, more news uh, than they probably want. There's a mod bug that allows real hackers to hack you. So uh, immersive. Great. Oh, that's yeah. great. Nice, guys. <laughs> that's, great. that's real great. I mean, I'm glad I haven't turned that thing on good since here. day one. I know, yeah. seriously. I didn't see any of the problems, but I read about them all, and I was like, I'm going to wait six months until this thing is out on the, like, they do the official next-gen yep. jump and f- yeah. promise to fix everything and give yeah, that sorry DLC thing. Yeah, I want to see it in a PlayStation 5 case. I want to know this was made... For the PlayStation 5. I don't want to, I don't want a PS4 version that updates to a PS5 version. I want to, you know, I want the, the a year from now, whatever it takes. And I probably still won't play it. I don't have time for that game. We you don't have time. This. And Todd, you're only allowed to play the Stadia version. Oh no, that's not good. <laughs> I, I don't have any Stadia. way of doing that. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, no, God no. Yeah, God you got, no. <laughs> you got me no. an Oculus and uh, off air I was discussing that I play it so infrequently that I had still had the right sticker on the right remote. <laughs> yeah, I've probably played it two or three times. I, you Maybe know that I'll should be in what, our though. giveaway. <laughs> I <laughs> Oculus is really smart because it mostly runs off of the app on your phone. Yeah. Uh they sent me a ten dollar credit. Me too. Um for basically $10 not buying credit. anything for a while. Come back when you got some money, buddy. Um, <laughs> I um, so I was like, all right. I mean, that's like half of most games. So I finally downloaded Galaxy's Edge, uh, the Star Wars game that recently came out, and I haven't played it. It's downloaded. I haven't played <laughs> you it. Do, you got you got as far as downloading it. Sometimes just putting it on, it's like I don't want to go to that world. I just kind of want to play it. I want something on TV. It's amazing how much of a difference it makes to do two extra steps to start playing mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I got to like charge this helmet and then like fit it to my face. Yeah. Yeah. It's and like, then I, I, always, guys, I always put it on guys, the wrong way. So I get my forehead grease on the goggles and then you got to take it back off and clean and it. And then I do it again. I know it's just the worst, but I'm excited about that. It looks like a really good game. It looks like it plays really well. It's got a lot of the characters from Star Wars in it that you want in a Star Wars game. So we'll see. Yeah. We will. Yeah. What else is going down? There's a Wakanda show coming. Yes. I don't know much about this. Um, Me neither. I, Just they, they announced it's in development, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, Which is cool. Whatever. I want Disney Plus to have a lot more stuff on it. A lot 
more frequently than it does right now. So I'm with that and we could easily just jump over this real quick. I don't know what it's going to be about, but Wakanda is cool. All that stuff is cool. That whole lore is cool. I'm with it. I'll watch it. It's fine. I'll check it out. Uh, We can segue right into our WandaVision (laughs) catch up. Are Mm. you current or are you not current? current? I'm current. Okay. So you've seen five. I watched five. Uh, uh, Heads up. Spoiler alert. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, there's definitely going to be spoilers. There's no way to talk about the last two episodes because uh, we didn't get to talk about last week's. Oh right. We didn't. Um, okay. So, so skip we really ahead can talk about four like, and five. Skip ahead like seven minutes. Seven <laughs> minutes is exactly what I was going to say. Don't know why. Seven, seven it was. feels That's like all. Yeah. That's what it's getting. Seven. Yeah. So last we saw, um, we had had. Last we saw was the birth of the twins. Yeah. And Wanda shooting uh monica rambeau out of her world essentially right right uh and that kind of brought us to current time reality at least as it were right they confirmed swords a part of this whole thing yep. i love that they brought back uh captain randall Wu? yeah woo right exactly mm-hmm. what's his name in real life randall park mm-hmm. yep um and Kat Denning, or no, Kat. And Kat, right, right, Kat, Denning, Kat Dennings. Right. Yeah. yeah, they they brought back yeah, Kat she's great. and Randall. So so it's, they brought people from Thor. They brought people from yep. Ant Man. So they're mm-hmm. like, it's cool that they're just kind of like bringing everyone in on this mystery. Yeah, I love it. We 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 basically found out that Wanda is. It's exactly what I said, right? Wanda is the one doing it. She yes. created this alternate reality. Right. She controls who knows what, who stays, who leaves. Right. And she's literally kind of kind of creating it on the fly. And the th- the one thing that I don't think we saw we saw happening is that we thought maybe she did this kind of to protect herself without really being aware of what she did, but she's clearly very much aware of the choices she's making and what she's doing to the people of this town. Yeah, We got spooky dead vision face. Yeah. That was really creepy. That was creepy. And then, um, in this week's one, which was, I love the intro because it was a mashup of like family so ties good, and full house. It? Oh, it was yeah, such yeah. a great eighties opening. And he looks, Paul Bettany looks the best out of all of yeah. the episodes so far as eighties dad, Paul Bettany with like the suspenders he, and yeah, like, the floppy so blonde hair. Yeah. Really, really good. So we'll see, but they're, oh, and they brought back the other Quicksilver. Yeah. They, the one from from the Days Fox of future universe. past right yeah. which they they were like listen we bought we spent all this money buying fox we're using evan peters yeah because the quicksilver scene from days of future past where he kind of runs around before everyone gets shot right. um is such a great scene and he's a really great quick he's well, evan peters is always good he's kind of one of ryan murphy's cats who does all the american horror stories and pretty much whatever yeah. he's doing um he's always good but yeah, I think it's even odder that they bring Pietro back, but that he's a totally different character. And they well, even mentioned the on the show that right? she recast him. Exactly. I think that's where this is kind of all heading. What about when she's like, do you want me to take it again? Oh, yeah. I was going to say that the world's kind of starting to break. Obviously, Vision's starting to understand that something's happening that's in Wanda's control. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, you're getting some of the actors, quote unquote, of her show, her sitcom um, that are starting to break as well. And when we had episode four outside of Westville, I remember texting you saying, I can't believe they gave up on the fun already. The fun's over. The sitcom's oh, yeah. over. Yeah, it's um, not though. But then literally it took 20 minutes and I went, all right, forget that last text. They traded it for mystery, and that's just as good. 
Yeah. I mean, what's funny is two, two, two things I realized, I think, while watching the first five episodes of this show. One, where I thought I'd be not invested at all in this universe and this yeah. MCU deal anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm more invested yep. than ever. That's one. Yep. They found yep. a way to refresh it. Yep. Two, that this is my Star Wars. I don't care about Star Wars anymore. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I any new Star Wars you. stuff, they're like, oh, we're now like I, I like the Mandalorian a lot. Sure. But anytime they're like, we're announcing a new star, like new movie, new spell, no. I'm like, I don't give a shit yeah. about that stuff. I'll, I'll watch I'm, anything with you and McGregor. That I'm down for. No, but watch, I don't need it. <laughs> I'll watch anything with you and McGregor that's train spotting. That that's right too. <laughs> yeah, I think I when episode five ended, I was so bummed. I just wanted to watch more, and I was so thankful that it's week to week and I couldn't just barrel through it because I like having a week to talk to you about it and kind of think about where things are heading. I miss that episodic series um, talk that you get to do with your friends. Um, And it would have been great to go on to the next one. And I probably would have torn through the entire series right then and there. And I'm glad that I don't get the chance to, because I'm really, I'm enjoying this more than anything that I've watched on TV, quote unquote, for a long time. So yeah, also, I haven't seen a lot of the movies. I haven't seen Age of Ultron. That's right. Um, you, you, uh, you've so probably I'm kind seen of, uh, less than half of all of them, actually. Probably a, less a, than half, you're, yeah. You're on record as not being a huge fan. You've checked out a right. couple. I've seen them all. But this is making me want to go back and watch them. I mean, I'm going to go back and watch out, Days yeah. of Future Past first, and then I'll go back to some of the Avengers stuff. Um, oh, my God. Don't watch any of that crap. Uh, Days of Future Past isn't terrible. I mean, you have such, such strong actors in that at the minimum. Now, Michael Fassbender, is the F supposed to be silent in his name? Fassbender? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 It's a cheap joke. That's what that was. <laughs> it was a cheap shot at Mr. Fassbender, who yeah. is brilliant in nearly everything and was yeah. as Steve Jobs, sir. Yeah, except for, except for Macbeth. That was a travesty. Well, it's the play that shall not be named. That's true, but I'm not in a theater at the moment, so we're good. Aren't we? Aren't we in doing radio theater? Ah, theater of the mind, as it were. If you're just joining us, mm-hmm. um, I hate to say this, uh, but do you really? No, I, j- I just, I could use a little more coffee already. All right, I'm gonna refill my gin and tonic. You can refill your coffee. <laughs> Gross. Let's take a quick break, pop in some promos, and come back. And the only thing I want to talk about is the Mighty Ducks trailer. Yep, we could do that as long as we talk about Usagi as well. No, no, no. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I got to wait. I got an out. Hold on. Let me see if I can do this. Nope. Didn't do it. Video Death Loop is a podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. You can jump in on any episode. No need to worry about continuity. Check out Video Death Loop on the Greenlit Podcast Network with new episodes every Friday. Fans of video games, history, or video game history will definitely want to listen to Retronauts. Each week, Bob Mackey and myself, that's Jeremy Parrish, dive into the stories behind the greatest games of the past and the history behind the hits of today. Check us out every Monday on the Greenlit Podcast Network. All right, so fine. Ducks or rabbits? What do you want to talk about? Ah, let's go ducks. I know how excited you are to see the return of Gordon Bombay. It's Yeah, I just want to meet your favorite gin and your favorite coach. It is. Bombay is my favorite gin. <laughs> right. There's nothing I like more than drinking gin and watching Mighty Ducks. Yep. Um, Healthy. Yeah. I I hope 
and and there's a little bit in and I don't know if they're going to push it all this way, but there's a little bit of the Cobra Kai tongue in cheek wink winkness to this trailer for what is it? Mighty Ducks Game Changers Game Changers, um, right? Coming directly to Disney Plus. Um, It it's a little bit like silly and self-aware. And I'm 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 there for all that. And it's a show, right? It's an episodic show. It's not a movie. Oh, is that right? I'm pretty sure it is. It's a Maybe series, right? Oh, it's a series even... starring Lauren Graham and Emilio Estevez, who reprises his role as hockey coach Gordon Bombay. Oh, I love premieres that. March 26th, picks up 30 years after the Mighty Ducks. And oh, now I love that. They love become... things that pick up 30 years because yeah. that's like me. <laughs> right. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> like I think that's the point. Years. Yeah, I think that's why they do that, Mike. Is that why they do that? <laughs> yeah, they want to keep they want to keep it in the family of the people who watch it originally. I'll tell you a little bit more about the story. So they're now a competitive force in youth hockey with little space for underdog uh, and underdog types. And guess what? An underdog what? type wants to join. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I have a feeling not well. And I think that probably they'll have to form a new team with a little help from Bombay. Yeah, I think you're probably quack. right. Quack, 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 quack. I'm with it, and I hope it. I hope it's just go straight Cobra Kai with it because I want. And that's what I want. I, I forgot to tell you this. Somebody the other day I was having a conversation with referred to GeoCities as a GeoCities. You don't need that person in your life. Who was it? Give me their name. I cut them out. It's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! You bought a my pillow, and now you're saying GeoCities. Get out of here already! You you bought a my pillow, which yeah. by the way. Hmm. We're just getting uh, we're getting some updates here at the desk about Mike Lindell. Uh, ah. we, got a lot of catching, we got a lot of catching up to do in the last few weeks. Uh, they kicked him off of Twitter. Uh, some Newsmax anchor walked out on him during an interview, and it's then a he hard did some, pill swallow. And the, uh, a hard pillow. He's he's hit a new pillow. Oh, good one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, anyone yeah, really... reach out to me, uh, yeah, he's, um, I don't understand this man's spiral. I don't know what he's trying to achieve here, but yeah, the Newsmax one was really funny because they went right into there. We're not getting sued by, uh, Dominion. We have a, uh, we have, so I'm going to give the audience a peek into our show. I have a note that's taped to my wall that says, don't forget to plug the show. <laughs> and, and you mean Mike Lindell's show. <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm pretty sure that the anchors at Newsmax have a very similar taped announcement right by their desk that says, this is what you have to read verbatim if anyone brings up Dominion voting machines, because he went right into it. He's oh, like, yeah. no, 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 Mike, Mike, Mike. So what we have to do is we have to understand that there are courts that have already, and we, and this is something that we uh, respect and Dominion is not a, yeah. it's literally like a verbatim, like if you say anything other than this, you're going to be fired because we're going to be sued and we won't have a business anymore. And the whole time he's like, yeah, but you don't understand. That's not the way it happens. My sleep council that I created also <laughs> went, looked into voters <laughs> fraud. <laughs> And again, listen, people can have all the opinions he want, but why is the pillow guy doing this? He had such a great story. He was this yeah. crack cocaine addict who lost his wife and he turned it all around with the magic of a buckwheat pillow. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> why is he a yeah. buckwheat pillow? Why, why is he the magical one? item? Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In Ultima and Final Fantasy, you know, the, the, what you needed was a golden chocobo you know, and a buckwheat, buckwheat pillow. pillow. Yeah. And right. two Phoenix Downs. You're fine. <laughs> two, two Phoenix Downs and a buckwheat pillow. I f-ing love that. Yeah. In Final Fantasy VII, so, I always saved uh, a materia slot for, for buckwheat. That's right. And it mm-hmm. usually worked out well. Yeah, and you can chain it to all so you can use the buckwheat effect on your whole party. Oh, is that something you can do? Yeah, sure. See, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's probably why I stopped playing Final Fantasy VII. The boring remake that was. That game fell from grace as quickly as Mike Lindell, didn't it? People were like, whoa, this game's amazing. It looks just like it. The music brings back all these great memories. And I'm bored playing it. I'm not going to finish it. Yeah. I would love yeah. to see the complete rate on that game. I bet you it's 20%, maybe lower. Yeah, I enjoyed it for the 20 something hours I played. And then I totally just, I don't know. It was like I woke up from a dream and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. That's the thing is that's why I loved Cyber Shadow so much. Because I probably put about 20 hours into it. And guess what I got to do? I got to finish it. It's over. I did it. I did everything I needed to do. I got some trophies that 2.5% people got. You know, that made me feel like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like a million bucks very often. No, I'm you don't. take all those wins when I can get them. You feel like about a nickel. Yeah. So, yeah, Mike Lindell, he's, you know, I can't wait to see what he does next. Yeah. I don't know. What else you got for me? I'm sure there's something you have for me that you haven't had a chance to discuss with me yet. I don't think I have anything else other than you wanted to talk about rabbits. You wanted to talk about a rabbit who's a samurai. Yeah. Well, I love Usagi Jimbo. Stan Sakai's 35-year running comic. I mean, that's remarkable. Um, He kind of guest spotted on a few Ninja Turtle episodes. The Ninja Turtles actually feature in a few of his issues, which are Mm -hmm. cool crossovers. Mm -hmm. Um, I just always thought he was such a cool character. Um, And it's just been announced that there's going to be a Netflix series called uh, Samurai Rabbit, Usagi Chronicles. And it's going to be a comedy action series that takes place in the far future. I don't think it's actually going to be starring Usagi Ujimbo. It's going to be starring a relative of Usagi. Hang on. I'm, I'm really excited for my it. My pillow. 